Cloud and Clear, the podcast by Sada for innovative business leaders and technology enthusiasts, where we explore how Google Cloud is transforming the industry and what that means to you. Now, here's your host, Tony Safoyan. Jessica Sanders. How's it going? Good. Welcome to Cloud and Clear. Thanks. Happy to be here. Super excited to have you on for many, many reasons. One of which is for how long you've been at Sada. I just hit my eight-year anniversary wow. on Sunday. Eight yes. years. Yeah. So is it is it fair to say you've kind of created the practice you run right now? Oh, um, I was part of the creation. It absolutely has been, you know, a, a team effort, right? Very collaborative along the way, um, but have watched it grow, which has been really, really exciting. When I was hired, I was hired as a trainer, Right. Because there was just a lot of training work. Um, and we quickly realized that we need more than just training, right? We needed to help our customers actually get to the cloud um, with more assistance, more handholding, um, more consulting along the way. So that's kind of where it, where it started. So the practice has evolved a lot. I remember the inception of it eight years ago. And one of the things that's interesting also that you've moved around a lot. You started here... <laughs> And headquarters went to Chicago, Atlanta, Atlanta, now in Dallas, now in Chicago, <laughs> just for a little bit. <laughs> Make up your mind. No, I'm just, I know. I like to travel. No, no, I like that. Actually, it, it fits with all the offices we're opening and all the the customers as they're you know they're kind of all over now. So it actually helps. Um, so let's start with the inception. I remember, I think it was around eight years ago when we started to realize the journey to cloud. And at that point, it was mostly G, G Suite, right? The journey to G Suite was only partly a journey about technology. Yeah. And we were like, look, the technical part, yes, important. Um, especially back then, it was still probably more di- more difficult technically than it is today because there was not a lot of tools. We had to, you know, custom script a lot of things mm-hmm. with regards to identity and data migration and other other things. But we knew that getting that right, nailing that perfectly, was not enough to ensure the success of the customer. So we created training. Yeah. Show them um, how to use it. <laughs> show them how to use it. Yeah, they got to know how to use it. All right. <laughs> um, but like, how would you describe, I guess, today, current state, fast forward eight years, what does your organization do? First of all, how big is it now? Where are the people? And then like, what do we do? Yeah. So our team has definitely grown. We're at about nine um, including me soon to be 10. Um, and we are all over the place. So we've got, you know, good cluster folks at NHQ. We have, you know, Texas, Illinois, New York, uh, Atlanta. So we really are now covering the, you know, the board here in terms of locations, which is also really helpful just to have a little bit more geographic diversity. Um, excuse me. And what's also interesting is just looking at the folks who are on the team now. It's no longer just, you know, a training role. We're really looking for people who have background in consulting, people who have background in G Suite, people who have background in communications. Um, we even have somebody who has background in um, 
in custom dev and development. So we really are diversifying even just our own skill set, which has been really great to see. Um, and this actually helps to address what we do. So it took a little while to, to really kind of hone this and, and drill this in. But when, when organizations make a decision to go to the cloud or to go to G Suite, they're going for a reason, right? And the reason is t- typically not, well, we just like Google or no, we just want to save money, right? There's a larger reason, whether that's wanting to increase collaboration or wanting to, you know, really transform the way that they're working to attract more talent. There, there are larger reasons behind this. Um, and my team helps to, uh, drill into those reasons, understand those reasons and help clients get from point A to point B because it's ultimately going to go with their end users. It rocks the boat. Going to G Suite deliberately rocks the boat. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we're there to help, you know, hold the hands and, um, help convey these messages to end users through communications, help to show them how to use the tools, but not just how to use tools day one, but also how to, how can you do your job better? you know, with these tools, how can you, um, learn how to innovate and how learn how to collaborate using these tools. And that's really what we do in TK's, um, uh, emphasis in the way he describes all the things related to the priorities within Google cloud, the whole category around G suite and Chrome and even cloud search and, and identity, like, um, it's called, it's called workforce transformation. It's actually how we refer to it. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. The word transformation, it's big, but not just because it's being used, (laughs) but also because that's really um, the goal for for many in terms of what they're wanting to do. We're hearing that a lot more where we want to transform the way that we're working. You know, we're we're having, especially as these enterprise customers are coming along, these are old, archaic, um, you know, systems that we're looking to really transform and companies that have been around for a long time, really looking to almost redefine, uh, redefine their work. Yeah. And so we assist along the way. Yes. And we've had very traditional, you know, organizations been around for decades or you know, hundred years, hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> deliberately choosing this journey. And, and here's what I say about, uh, the whole category of workforce transformation especially the foundation of which being G suite. It is the only type of project in it that, um, replaces the number one used set of applications for a hundred percent of the employees. Yeah. And sometimes even 150% of the employees in the sense of they're people who've never even had these tools before. And now they get them. <laughs> right. People like, you know, either were remote workers or a whole category of people that don't sit in front of computers, you know, whether it's in retail or manufacturing, um, contractors in some cases. Yeah. It's a way for them to bring, bring them all into the fold, right. Of their first class citizens in collaboration, communication, maybe for the first time ever. My favorite is, um, a customer we had that were coming from typewriters. Come on. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So it, you know, transformation was not just using a computer, but like think of how high the bar is going now in terms of totally changing the way that work is being done. Totally. Wow. Typewriters. (laughs) I thought like Lotus notes is bad, but (laughs) 
<laughs> just notes, no Lotus, just notes. <laughs> Index cards. Yeah. Um, that's how I learned to type. I learned to type on a typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I remember that in the whiteout, you had to wait for it to dry. Dating myself. Um, <laughs> so how do you engage with the team? You know, I think you guys come in at, you know, different parts and part of, you know, part of it that's really important. I think works well. Part of the reason I think we run, you know, we run a process that, um, that is attractive to our customers and our Google counterparts is, um, you guys, you guys get engaged way before a customer has even made the decision to go Google, right? Yeah. We actually are part of even just the, the pre-sales process in the sense of, you know, helping customers even make the decision, helping them envision what a day in the life would look like using these tools, helping to better understand, you know, the reason why they're wanting to make this shift and, and tailor, um, kind of a day in the life to various user groups. So really getting them, you know, hand in hands on sessions, getting them in the tool, being able to, you know, kind of play around and envision what that could look like. Yeah. I was meeting with a new, relatively new, um, um, field sales manager at Google yesterday in LA. And, you know, a lot of the people that are new in the Google field and Google leadership, um, they come from technology backgrounds, SaaS backgrounds, enterprise software backgrounds, but maybe have never sold G Suite. Um, they're not even very familiar with the evaluation process of what it takes for a customer to make a decision. Mm. And what I love about our process of which, you know, your organization is, a, is an integral part. In fact, it's part of the playbook. It's part of the project plan. And the evaluation is that in this prescriptive mode, we can F a customer you know, listens to our process and subscribes to our process. We can get a customer to make uh, the most well-informed decision possible within sort of a three to four month period, regardless of size. Like they could be a hundred thousand employees or 10,000 employees or five, the process is very similar. And what I like about the methodology, especially the parts where you guys are engaged is that regardless of whether they choose to go Google and adopt G Suite or not. And a lot of the times they do obviously, but, um, regardless, they come, they come, uh, to terms with, having made the most well-informed decision process possible. Well-informed and data-driven even. So it's not even, you know, a gut check at this point of, you know, the small group of people, I think they, they liked it. It's, it's very tailored to what they want to see, what they want their users to do, very interactive. And at the end, we gather on the spot feedback you know, asking, is this something that you are interested in using? You could see yourself using, yes, I need more information or no. And so there are, there's numbers and hard data to go back to. Can you describe in a little more detail? Cause I think it's super interesting. The actual, uh, the data driven approach, data driven, solid yeah. core value, core value. Um, the data driven approach in training, which, um, which we now use for many years. How does that work? Yeah. So, um, for the evaluation component, um, we, we start at the beginning in terms of what are we actually trying to get out of this, right? So big picture and then, then whittling that down, um, making sure that the right people are in the room. So whether it's somebody who, you know, uh, is influential from a, you know, more leadership standpoint, or even folks who are influential, who are really the, the more silent forces and the supporting, you know, 
cast in there. Um, special user groups like remote folks. I know a lot of times, you know, we like to bring in a sales group as part of this because they're working remotely and their process needs to be seamless. Um, executive admins, we make sure to incorporate them as well as leadership and other stakeholders. Um, from that, at the end, we actually, we send a survey, which is really asking it's, it's getting sentiment of the tool set after having, you know, been in them for a day and they're in a sandbox environment where they can really kind of play around, um, and, you know, check boxes for specific tasks, right? So, um, there's a whole worksheet that has different, you know, are you able to do X, Y, and Z on here? And so being able to say clearly yes or no, we could, we could or couldn't do those tasks. Um, and then, you know, kind of then asking, getting a pulse check on interest, um, and eagerness to try the tools and then giving it an opportunity to even write some feedback. So all of that is, you know, it really is a lot more of a science than an art. So, so a lot of the evaluation process is designed around creating uh, work product or output or artifacts that can be delivered to the decision makers at an organization as evidence, right? Like here's a security audit review. There's evidence. Here's what, um, the technical architecture looks like. And it's been vetted by, you know, um, the CTO at said customer and here's the evidence in your case. It's like, well, here's all the people that have gone through the various workflows, processes, demos, um, replication of, you know, whatever, right. That they currently do today, how they would look in a world of, uh, G suite. And here's a survey, like here's evidence yes. that everybody from the executive admin to sales, to C level, to management, you know, here's what they say. And if obviously it's not, Oh, it's never like a hundred percent of people are super excited about doing this, right. but, um, having that evidence-based support is, Super important again to 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 get not only to get the customer to to make the most well informed decision, but it does. How do you how do you use that? Does that lay the foundation? Should a customer choose to go uh, make this make this um, journey with us? Does that actually set the foundation for the actual? adoption change management training delivery work streams later on? It absolutely does. Um, when we're able to be part of this, this is where, where actually somebody on the team, one of my favorite quotes that she says is everything is data. So having an opportunity to be on site, we're understanding the culture. We're part of the conversations to know the why around it. Um, and so all of this information we're we're interacting with the various user groups or understanding what some of their, you know, pain points or even just really hot topics, things that they're hoping will change with this. We have that insight and we're able to then transfer that knowledge into the project and be able to address it that way, which we wouldn't have otherwise been able to capture without this entire process and without the time and due diligence, you know, to, to, to manage it. So you talked about in your intro about, you know, how it started with just training and that was the full sort of corpus of how we thought about these things and how they've evolved. Um, I, I think the audience would love to hear about customer stories, specific stories of the part of the project that your team led that was beyond above and beyond training. And like, what are some of your favorite stories at customers about work that you guys did and the impact that it had? Yeah. Um, so a top one, which I think anybody who's been around for 
five years at SADA would probably add this. So Colgate um, is a top story. I think uh, at that point in our kind of SADA dumb, that was, it was huge and um, a huge milestone for us in terms of just like size and complexity. And I know from a change management perspective, even just the level of, you know, communications and talking about translation. This is something that, you know, globally um, impacted everybody. So 28,000 users around the globe. Um, and really the, the charge was to lead an increase of, of collaboration and innovation in the way that they're doing things, which those two words, innovation, and collaboration, that's all end user driven, right? Um, so how could we drive this, uh, this project to help really get people engaged? Um, so Google guides, what was really cool, um, about Colgate was their, their Google guides program, which is that, you know, the champion peer to peer support, right? The question was, how are we going to scale this team of, let's say 30 people mm-hmm. around the world? Um, and so the Google guides program really was the way to do that. Um, so there are guides. Google Guides is for those yes. who've never heard of that. So Google Guides is the peer-to-peer kind of support system. It really is going off of the premise of when you have a question or somebody has a question, let's say day one, week one, um, about how to use a tool. Uh, the first thing that they're going to do, even if you have training available to you, even if you have... Um, you know, documentation and videos available to you, you're going to turn to the person next to you and ask them if they know how to do it. <laughs> so the thought of Google guides is, well, let's just plant those people around, right? <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> exactly. Let's deliberately scale them up and plant them around. Um, and we're looking for people who are excited, who are, um, you know, enthusiastic about, about this change. Um, oftentimes people who are familiar with the technology and and really just kind of go the extra mile to learn a little bit more about it and like helping people. So we're seeking out those types of people. A lot of times they come out of the woodwork uh, as soon as you make the announcement that you're going Google. And so in this case, it was the same. (laughs) Um, and so there were leads not only in the U S here, but there was a lead based in Ireland, there was a UK and then a lead based in India um, just to help, you know, um, kind of wrangle those regions mm-hmm. of people. Um, and so a guides program was put together where, uh, they actually put, had launch day events, which means on the day of global go live, there were booths set up info centers, info booths where people could come and ask questions. They, um, it was really up to each location to determine what that looked like. We have a slide deck of over 200 slides with just different pictures from around the world. And all of these things involve food, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) there are cupcakes and, you know, lots of cake, uh, T-shirts, different colors, you know, on the and the the booths and such. And it it really just created a positive buzz and a place where people could go and they had questions. But also, you know, it was um, it was something that was exciting for people around the world. Yeah. And look, enthusiasm is infectious. And even at the most traditional, conservative, doesn't like change, hasn't had change for many years, like, you know, that are organizations that are inertia driven, even within those organizations, you'll find like this critical mass of people that are actually excited. Yeah. And part of your, what your team does is sort of harness, first of all, identify those people. Uh, and sometimes we're surprised and even the leadership is surprised. Oh my God, there's 500 people that want to be Google guys. Like, holy cow, we have to turn people away. They usually don't expect that level of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. 
identify them, recruit them, get them excited, get them enabled to become kind of like the SMEs, you know, before go live and at go live and ongoing to a feel special B be ahead of the curve, but also contribute to the actual cultural transformation that's about to take place at company X. I'm surprised and actually, well, not anymore. Uh, I was surprised in the beginning, but it's amazing to see how many people want to be an agent of change at our customers. Change agent, be change. That's all. Be a change. There's another one. Two out of five. <laughs> uh, are we playing uh, Sada Core Values Bingo? We are. We're almost there. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of people that that want to be those agents of change, and that's just super exciting. And I think even the leadership at our clients are they get excited when they see that. It never gets old. It never gets old. I always want to see pictures. I always love seeing, you know, people get really creative around it. They put themes in it for a healthcare organization. They went with like a sports theme. So their info centers were called benches, you know, and their the people, their guides were called coaches. Um, so it can be taken in a lot of different directions. And it's always, in my opinion, one of the most fun things to see just evolve on its own. So another evolution in, in our approach to our customers, and at this point we have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of customers um, that are our clients and we service them with, uh, you know, technical support and customer success and account management. One of the things I'm really proud of is something like not including add-ons and upsells or anything like that, but on a pure sort of nominal basis, 98% renewal rate in our G Suite business, which is fantastic. That's pretty cool, yeah. Something we realized is customers after like after the first six months, a year, two years, there's actually a lot more work to do than we thought. They're yes. wanting more. They're asking for more. So we've shifted and created an approach to um, customer success above, way above and beyond like just reviewing roadmaps and things. Can you describe how... What an, what an engagement looks like two or three years after someone's been on a platform? Like what's, what's the work that we're discovering that your team is delivering way beyond phase one, phase two, phase three? Yeah. So what's interesting is, and even just thinking about kind of the, this curve, you know, going back again to 2009, 2010, 2011, the people who were, or the organizations that were really, um, you know, diving in headfirst, what we would call the early adopters of technology. So we had, there are lots, there's lots of higher education. There are some smaller, more agile companies or just, you know, folks who, who wanted to hop in They're They're comfortable and confident, but, um, a lot of it was the, even the tool itself was evolving. So what we have seen is that with time, um, people come back and I'd say probably that year and a half, two year mark, there's this light bulb that goes off. You know, it's a lot of high fives and hugs after the go live, everyone, great job, you know? <laughs> and then I think some people get swept away into other projects. There sometimes there are groups of folks who stick around to help really, you know, kind of drive the usage and adoption of, of the tools. But after about a year and a half, we see people come back with more strategic lens, you know, with this light bulb kind of flashing over the head, like, Hmm. So we have these tools that we're paying for. And now we, but we have a lot of other tools that overlap in terms of features or people aren't using these the way that we intended them to use it. Like they're just not necessarily picking it up and realizing all of what they can do with these. So they're coming to us to better, um, 
you know, really to make this change more sticky for their users. And they're really revisiting back these, the conversations that we had early on about, you know, the things like transformation and innovation and how can we do that? How can we get users to use this tool better? You know, we've got people duplicating efforts or just they have manual processes. My favorite, especially with healthcare processes that are still using paper. Right. <laughs> and I have to take this and using inner office mail. And so let's talk about that. Let's, you know, <laughs> and so they're looking to us to help, um, help them really change and re-engineer their processes and their workflows. Yeah. Obviously we have to prioritize certain like very core things in the beginning and all the emphasis around like the data migration and the basic training and some of the key workflows and integration points and identity and security, like all that stuff. But you know, I've, I've had this experience too, visiting clients around the country. I'm like, I visited a customer who's been on the platform two, three years. I'm at their front desk and I'm like signing in my name on a piece of paper. <laughs> oh my God. They have one of those like paper sign in forms, like for visitor logs. Like don't they know? every time you have to do it same way over and over. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I think, I think it's bi-directional. I think we realize that really we, we all like we're responsible for driving those conversations on ongoing mm -hmm basis. And I think no one in his team do, do, do an incredible job of that uh, to remind the IT organization um, and, uh, and other stakeholders and certain customers have actually identified like they have titles now, like, you know, Google champion, you know, director of Google, something, you know, they create these new roles, which is, I'd love to see, but even if they don't have them, like we find those champions and drive the point home around direct ROI, direct replacement of a roadmap. Hi, uh, <laughs> do, do you have a guest in your office? Hi. It's okay. We can say hi. So it's not a super pet friendly. Um, um, and um, the onus is on us, but sometimes the customers themselves, to your point, realize after a while, like Ted Ross, the CIO of the city of LA, told me one time, he's like, it's so crazy. Like we have Google meets, but this, this department is asking for an RFP for WebEx and like, why, and how do we, you know, change that? And, and, and I think it is our job at SADA to continue to drive value from even a direct ROI standpoint. Like let's go and see all oh, this new thing that was released on G suite can replace X. Like we yeah. have to be proactive around that. Right. And I think you guys get involved in those conversations as well. Yeah. And sometimes we get involved in those conversations early on where we have kind of on our radar, um, you know, through workshops that we conduct or, or it's part of the, the early on conversations just in general. Um, but then again, once the dust settles, it's beginning to look at, um, what those look like. And, and I have been fortunate enough to be able to, you know, go on site. So hundred in healthcare, for example, I go on site every month and there's something to be said about just being, you know, ingrained in a culture yes, and being able to just understand if in every day, you know, let's say somebody's doing something and I'll be like, can you just explain to me why, <laughs> why we're doing it this way? Huh? Okay. Have you considered, you know, X, Y, and Z, have you considered using Google? And it's like, Oh, well, I didn't even think about it that way. So there's absolutely still a value to help connect those dots yeah. between the old way of working and the possibilities, because things are constantly changing. New things are, you know, um, constantly being rolled out and it's really up to us to help 
our customers stay up to speed with that too. Yeah, definitely. And I think part of it is for larger organizations, we're realizing, you know, the reason Scott Jensen came on board for this new type of function to create this organization within, within SADA that, um, creates more of a framework for just having on-site time and talk business and strategy with a small set of customers that are yours and market. Um, cause I think that lays the foundation for a lot more of, you know, you guys then fly in and get deeper in some areas just again, to make sure like, look, you're paying for this thing. It does a bunch of things. You're using 30, 40, 50% of its capabilities. Why not a hundred percent? And I think some customers, um, within IT and, and other, you know, the budget office, et cetera, create actually actual policies that are like, if you're asking for anything new, you have to describe why Google can't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only way you buy this, whether it's a Microsoft office license or a WebEx or whatever, like anything like describe to me, it's, it's, it's G suite first, Google first. Oh, okay. There's like this edge case. Okay, great. You can have five licenses for that, but we're, we're not going to go in this continued direction of complete chaos and all this consumer technology or other technology that makes it into, um, the enterprise. Cause it actually makes everyone's job more difficult. People can't collaborate as easily in a completely, um, uh, mixed environment. Also costs and security like get out of control. So I think we feel a great deal of responsibility to make sure we continue to drive that point home with our customers. Yeah. And sometimes it's just as easy as, you know, showing them how to even think through that because, you know, these are habits that have been grown for 20, 20 plus years. So sometimes it really is just a matter of not even thinking it through. Um, so even some of, you know, customers, when they now are, are imaging new laptops, for example, like they won't put office on it. So they're going to make people ask for office and what do you need, you know, these tools for. Um, so just even to, to get people to start thinking a little bit more critically about what they're doing and the tools that they're using to, to accomplish those tasks. Awesome. So again, so you get the benefit of being in that seat where you see all the new stuff before it's out. Google's making these announcements, beta, we get access to trust the tester and these kind of things. Um, and you also are on the, on the cutting edge of seeing how the, the needs are evolving, how our sales process evolves, how our implementations are, are evolving. Like from a forward looking standpoint, um, what, do, what are the types of things you're the most excited about? So what's really exciting and really cool right now is the, the journey beyond, I think not to, you know, disparage kind of the getting to the cloud. Cause I still think that that's really exciting, especially with different kinds of customers. And as that grows and even just the ability that the team has now to deepen our expertise and deepen our expertise in the tools, in the things that people make careers out of like communications and training and, and consulting and how to really, you know, marry all these things together to, uh, to truly be able to guide our customers in direction that suits them, whether they, you know, hundred thousand users or 5,000 users and be able to scale in both ways and keep up with best practices and industry trends. Um, but once customers are in the cloud, I think that's really, that's where the journey begins ultimately, right? People aren't coming to, to switch email and calendar. Again, they're coming for collaboration. They're coming for innovation. Um, and, and it, that starts when they're, 
when they're at the clouds. And then we can start having these larger conversations about, you know, um, using tools to automate, you know, certain processes that they have and, and always really, you know, looking at Google forms, which are always a fun thing for me app, app maker app script. Um, and those are a lot more, not one size fits all, but very tailored and, and really listening to customers and understanding the needs that they have, whether it be from, you know, a team or, you know, an overarching goal that they have and, and really helping to, um, to guide them, to strategize, to consult and to ultimately help them realize, you know, some of those larger, larger goals that they have capturing those success stories, being able to share it with them and being able to share it with, with others. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're just scratching the surface with what's possible. I see new things being released, like new workflow capabilities and new sort of AI and ML kind of being built into docs and drive that automates so many things we used to do manually. It's, um, it's clear that Google cloud is investing in G suite from a product standpoint, which is super exciting to see. And I think that keeps our work really interesting and, (laughs) and your team can't really sit around and and just do the same program. Even like months apart, we have to evolve our approach in the curriculum. Um, which is, which I think is super exciting yeah. uh, for us and for you and frankly for the customer. Yeah. It keeps us all on our toes. That's for sure. And constantly just, you know, learning more of the needs and helping our customers to, to again, realize and align with the decision that they made. I think that is what is really cool. And that's why we're here in the first place, right? <laughs> totally. Well, Jessica Sanders, I'm used to that now. I know you've been married for a while now, but you Took me about a year to change. Jessica right. <laughs> Hilton uh, was a uh, original originator. Team. Yes. <laughs> but, um, thank you for everything that you do and your organization does. You built a tremendous team that's actually getting quite big now. And like I, I've said for a while, the 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 degree of success that a customer has completely to do now with their ability to adopt and leverage the platform. It's really the change management and adoption and training that makes or breaks a project. And your team does an exceptional job with your leadership. Appreciate everything you do. And I think um, the ecosystem is going to be super excited about hearing from you. Yeah. 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 Thanks so much. Just happy to be here and talk about this stuff. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.